Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is still December 28th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, it is uh, still the remnants of Victory Monday for me. For you. For you. Are we talking about that? I don't know that I... It's a I sore mean, subject. review pod, people are going to be listening to this probably months later. Why not That's talk true. about... Why not revisit week 16 where the, where the Bears... You know, beat the hapless Jaguars and just pumped up, pummeled them into submission. Meanwhile, your Browns played without your entire wide receiver core and, uh, uh-huh. you know, half your defense. Linebackers, two linemen. One lineman held out for illness, but for some, you know, murky protocol citation a coach won't go into. I mean, I'm just glad we didn't do this last night. I would have gone at, you know, Roger Goodell, his entire family, the NFL, everybody. I just... I can't believe I'm this invested in getting this angry about the whole well, thing. you were ready just, to get hurt again. The whole 24 hours, like just with the Dolphins, John Gruden, his whole family, I would have had it in for the, gone at them. Like the whole, like the Dolphins somehow, the whatever the Gruden was doing with the Raiders. Meanwhile, the Browns plane is delayed on the tarmac. They get in New Jersey at four in the morning or whatever. They do a walkthrough with the receivers. They just meet in some frigid parking garage at 8.15 a.m. Then they got to play. The NFL is intractable. Can't move the game back. Can't do anything. It's just making it up on the fly. You know, you got you got the Titans who are going to get in, right? They just had their problems early in the season, so they get a month off. Ravens, you know, who... Should have had time off. This is not a Ravens, like, got a good deal out of it. They These players had COVID. They should not have been, you know, delay it, delay it, delay it, and don't play until they're ready to go. But, like, they've created a system where it's better to get COVID than to be not have COVID, right? So these guys are high risk. Didn't break any protocols. Apparently, the Ravens had some, you know, chud, pud of a strength coach that broke a bunch of, broke a bunch of protocols. And, that, you know... I think we should and, call any strength coach a, a Joey D coach from now on. And so, I, I mean, all of a sudden, you know, none of these guys have COVID. Our whole wide receiver core is out. Our starting left tackles out. It's just, it, it, it paid to get COVID. Like, the, that doesn't make any sense. It's backwards. And then they're just making it up on the fly. And I got two, two of the people that I talked to the most in my life, you and your dog shit team, and my wife, and her absolute dog shit Washington team. And I can't put, you know, I got to put a good face on that. Meanwhile, a team that 11 to five in the AFC is going to be out. And thank God. You guys haven't looks... beaten anybody. What, oh, what get out of here. About your dog. Like, you know what? Like my team is dog shit. Okay. I know they suck. They stink. I hate watching them. I hate the team. We're going to make the playoffs. I'm sure if I want to make the playoffs, I'd rather see 
a whole new regime change. I was excited about a regime change when they lost six games in a row or whatever. But don't don't sit on your ivory tower like you guys haven't beaten anybody. You beat the Colts. That's it. That's all you did all year that was worthwhile. You, you cleaned up their on, ass. on a shitty schedule. You know the Bears have cleaned up on shitty teams too. But don't <laughs> act like you're anything more superior. You just lost to the Jets. I don't care that you didn't have we any wide never... receiver. You lost to the Jets. All right, that's that's a joke. You should beat them even without wide receivers. I, I just like the playoffs. The Bears, the Bears had COVID issues too. We played a game without any starting linemen. The the, the Bears, or, I mean, the, the playoff system is broken. All right, let's get back to the NFC East. Look, a six Why, and what ten. What are we doing talking about the NFC East? Well, I'm just saying this is essentially like, look, it's a great conference or a great division that's you won many championships. 125 gets into the playoffs of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Well, yeah, but this is this arbitrary. They're they're getting an invitation based on literally the arbitrary, you know, assignation of a division or a name. It's like it's honestly, in essence, like giving Drew Love an exemption into the playoffs, not like the colonial, the playoffs, just because based on name and history and some arbitrary, you know, assigned division, they're going to be six and 10. There's going to be 11 and five. I feel for my brothers and sisters in Indianapolis, the Colts are the ones it looks like that will probably get the short end of the stick unless, you know, there's plenty you of guys, ways the Browns can blow it. The Steelers. That's an 11 and five team. It should be. You have, you haven't ever beaten the Steelers or the Ravens in my memory. Like you, you know, to get in the playoffs, you guys have to beat the the Steelers or the or the Ravens. And we will. We, I mean, we got. I mean, we got to if we're going to get in. We, we're going to win at least ten games. And uh, yeah, we'll are the see. Ravens out? No, they're going to get in, and they they probably should. So I'm not I'm not anti Ravens here. So all right. Um, anything else you want to talk about NFL wise? I we cannot believe. Packers. I can't believe we're going to lose. We are getting in. We're losing. We're going to lose. We're playing the Packers. There's no way we're going to beat them. Trubisky is screen passing his way into like a, a, a against like dollar. the Jaguars and the Vikings who've given up like their third well, string linebacker. The Vikings were trying. They had they were in the same exact position we were in that week. And he's going to get an extension from a GM who has a complete, you know, invested interest, you know, cutting is admitting cutting him is admitting defeat, right? Did you, you know, see the, the, GM. the game came full circle? The whole that Jaguars game, it, the everything came full circle in the Ryan Pace era. Why? What happened? All right, so it was it was Mitch versus Glennon, the original QB competition in Chicago with Ryan Pace. Yeah. Yeah. The first two QBs that he picked. Then, because the Bears were up 31 points, Nick Foles came in. So Foles was playing Glennon, all three. Oh, God. <laughs> in one game. It was incredible. Can I just say, while we're doing a full NFL segment, they did some end around to the tight end because you're talking about the pace who you know had 10 tight ends or whatever on the roster in august and like the tight end's a great athlete but if you're gonna do an end around they, and of course it got blown up like eight yards behind i was watching on red zone it came at cole Komet, incredible talent looks like he'll be great but you're doing that you put him in motion giving it to this lumbering tight end who gets just blowing up it, that that was my highlight of my day it was like naggy calling that so uh that when that popped on red zone anyway i mean they're the the bears coaching staff and the position they put their players in over the last three years 
It's just like, it's an unbelievable indictment uh, that Mitch, like the fact that Mitch looks decent, there were quotes in an athletic article that were like, you know, I, he was like, yeah, I've been saying this for years that I need to, we should do more of this stuff. This is the stuff I'm good at. <laughs> it's like, they just started doing it like three weeks ago. Well, I mean, I wish you nothing but success against the the Packers. I don't know. It seems like they got to play for something now. It could be hard. How about this? Hard, Both hard, our teams, hard. week 17, they got to win to get in. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what you want, I guess. I don't know that I want it. I'm I don't so, even I'm know so if I want them the in the playoffs. Like, I'm we're just so going to get in and get killed. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. We we have no hope. We're a terrible football team. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll get into the playoff scenarios and more so, sort of agita and how about parking excitement <laughs> i forgot about parky i mean that's only going to end a, a complete disaster i how think do... he i think he doinked that extra point so the game wouldn't be on his leg on the next drive you know what i'm saying but how can a, how can you feasibly go into week 17 with him as your kicker I mean, they had some quote from the Stefanski goes, I have like utmost confidence in him today. Like, it's just complete lies. Like, this is the same thing that happened to It's like yeah. rewatching the video. Yeah. Yeah. He can't, he, he's, yeah, it's not good. And that's going to end. All the same signs were happening. It's like a, it, it, I don't understand why coaches believe that, like, watch something over and over again and believe something different's going to happen. Right. I also don't understand how a guy could possibly hit so many crossbars. <laughs> that's true. And uprights. That's that's true. That's going into that's going to a bad place in the next well maybe week next two weeks I don't know but it's not gonna it's not gonna end well for me or for him. Um, all right, should we move on? Year now review. That we've done Twenty minutes on this. Eh, that's how we're like how we're padding our our hour our our minutes here to get to. No two no, hours. no no. All right. All right, year review continues apace. We've done four hours. We are, this one we're gonna do up to the PGA, not including the PGA research. You know, it's a it's a bear. We want to do these right, and you know what? We might want to do them so right that we might not do them at all. Go after after tonight. We'll see. We might try to get through the playoffs. We've done through the playoffs every year. That's usually where we cut off. Maybe we'll get the U.S. Open. Maybe not. I've started a little PGA research, uh, but we want to get something out there. Uh, look for another thing. What coming? I don't know. Late. Late Tuesday? I don't know. And then we'll be back to our normal schedule, Kapalua week. All right. Where are we? This this We're is brought to you day. by BixbyCoffee.com yes. slash Shotgun Start Blend. Literally powering us through this onerous research project during these holiday weeks. Um, I I made a full pot and then had to make more today. So it is it is getting us through. And my wife is all in on it, too, right now. Her busy season, end of year. You know, uh, so, I was getting low on coffee. You know what happened today? What? Automatic what? bag of coffee. Oh, showed up. Box. Never have to. Yeah. You know, I we ran out of groceries last night. This morning, I had to go get groceries because, like, we're out of groceries after the holidays. And we didn't get an Instacart order in, you know. We it, we just lagged, so I had to go get groceries. It was annoying as shit. You know what's not? Yep. I'd never run out of coffee because it just comes. That's the best thing <laughs> about the subscription is it just comes. I never have to worry about ordering it. You know, the only thing I 
you know, I sometimes have too much coffee. And then you know what I do? Somebody <laughs> comes over, I give them, give it away. I say, hey, here's a bag of yeah, coffee. Yeah, give them a bag. And, you know what? People leave the house happy. When a smile get, on their face. You get a bag of coffee. The other thing is 50% off if you subscribe. If you're going to Starbucks every day, spending three bucks, four bucks, five bucks, who knows? And that, that adds up. And 15% off. I think it's what, like $17 bag for if you subscribe. And, uh, you know, they are our partner, partner in crime. They're powering us through this, this year in review. And uh, it is available at BixbyCoffee.com slash, what is there, it? Shotgun I don't Start? Know. It's you just BixbyCoffee.com. Go, go find it. Partners, it's go the Shotgun it. Start blend. Go to Bixby we appreciate Coffee, it. find the Shotgun Start blend. Their support, your support of that is uh You know what I was thinking we should do? I haven't told you what? this idea. Oh, God. Okay. I haven't told Miles this idea. I think it. I think it's our our next special blend. The what? Westy Island blend. Okay. Okay. Get some Kona beans. You know. Yeah. What you like it? Uh, yeah. I need some workshopping. Some some fine tuning. Yeah, the Westy Island blend. Might okay. be the next one. Okay. We can do that. Got the we'll holiday blend. We need something new after the holiday blend. You know, we're getting through the holidays here. All right, let's go. We are left off with the 3M Rocket Mortgage Classic. Not the no, 3M, the Rocket, no, the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Mortgage. You'd miss it. Whatever it's called. Um, I did that one with Bryson. You're up now on Workday. We're going for the double dip at Muirfield Village. Jack's Place, all caps, apparently. That's what it's referred to now. Uh, what do you have for Workday? All right, you remember what happened? Do you, you know, like, do you have anything? Well, yes, yeah. Morikawa won, beat Chase down JT, who started spraying it everywhere. The Geronimo curse was still full in effect. Yeah. Um, the two bombed in putts on 18, I know that. Um, that was I, the I know there was like a lot of talk about the course and how they would change setup from week to week, ver one week versus the next. Um, but yeah, that, I know, I know Morikawa won it, and that, that, that's the big thing. Yeah, so Morikawa wins after, you know, the week after he broke his 21 made cut streak. So after oh, he, okay. he wins, he misses his first cut as a pro, and then he wins, uh, or he misses his first cut as a pro, then he wins the next week. So at this point in his career, he has two wins and one missed cut. Not bad. Not bad. Um, this is arguably the best finish on the PGA Tour this year. I think. I think you're right. Unfortunately, I, it was extraordinarily oh hard to watch. That's right. Now I'm getting it. Now it's so, coming around. Because of afternoon thunderstorms in the forecast, the final round of the Workday Charity Open was pushed up to Sunday morning. CBS coverage was not. After two hours on Golf Channel, the action was available only on CBS's streaming service. <laughs> this, so, like, this is the point that a lot of people made. It's not the broadcast team's fault. You know, the contract created the situation. And they were playing, like, infomercials on CBS. Instead yeah, it was, like, Incredible golf. Shark Vacuum and, you know, dog treats and all this stuff. My Pillow, whatever it is going on. And there's just not. It's not like they had, you know, NFL game on at 1 o'clock. So, yeah, imagine if an NFL game got moved up four hours. And it wasn't shown on TV. And people would be would be losing their minds. The NFL would be just screaming at CBS. Yeah. 
I mean, it would be it would be World War Three for NFL, you, I mean, know. you could just you could have no receivers, no quarterback. They say you're playing, you're playing at one o'clock. Get in four a.m. They they don't they don't budge for anybody. So all right, go ahead. So anyway, it, it was crazy, and and like not to mention beyond like just the everything the the leaderboard was insane and it was uh, basically a three-man showdown between morikawa jt and victor hovland like it was an incredible drama so then obviously everybody could watch on cbs on tape delay but um yeah in general the day jt started three ahead on the seventh hole he was three behind and then he was back to three ahead on the 15th and that's what was uh they made 14 drivable, right? Yeah. This is the big thing. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Everybody was saying it was over, and then Morikawa plays one under in, and uh, and JT bogeys, I think, 16 and 18. Um, was Hovland or Morikawa the one that, like, striped it on 14? Hovland. Drove it. Okay. All right. Okay. That was, like, a, one of the shots of the year before Morikawa was at 16 at PGA. Okay. I think that was go in ahead. an earlier round, though. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. But um, all right. So other things like obviously you hit on it. We're starting to wonder if there's a, if the Geronimo court and curse is real. He hit it behind the tree. Wasn't there like a one inch, like a like a four inch tree trunk? Mm-hmm. And JT sprayed it on I don't know seventeen or eighteen. Eighteen. It was like the thinnest tree out there, and he was behind that. The Geronimo curse was getting it, like you said. Uh, another small little thing. Mr. Florida finishes oh, top Chase. five. Best Chase finish Seifert. of his PGA Tour career. That's right. That's right. Um, there was an all-COVID grouping in the first first two rounds. It was Nick Watney, Denny McCarthy, and Dylan Fratelli got paired together because the PGA Tour changed their COVID policy, but it was you know it was the COVID pairing. I think we referred to them as the COVID boys at one point in a podcast in July. Yeah, I remember that. Rick, Ricky watched the finish and was recording it on his oh, phone. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, now I remember that. He was he was like influencer or something or media social media manager with his phone up filming the finish. That's yeah. great. He had God. some stupid mask on too that people were going nuts about. I forgot to write it down, but it was like he had Pistol a Pete, I think. Yeah, Pistol Pete. Yeah. Right, um, Ryder Cup's officially postponed. Um, you had that first, thanks to your buddy getting married at Wesleyan Street. Yeah. Um, Kyle Porter tweet some unbelievable Mickelson putting stats from this week. Made 88 feet of putts in 36 holes. That's very hard to do. Yeah. Made, made just three putts over six feet. <laughs> made, ten, bobs, made 10 feet of putts on the last eight holes on the course. Oh, my God. <laughs> PGA Tour Live puts no flag next to Savo's name. Oh, he was a man without a country. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know whether to put South Africa or uh, an empty box, right? Yes. Every other player had a flag next to their name, not Rory Sabatini. Slight to the people of Bratislava. 
Um, Tiger officially uh, is it is making a start at Memorial. First start since the COVID outbreak. Commit. Um, and Brooks is like full tilt going at Bryson. The st- so the steroids, the Kenny Powers tweet. Yeah. Happened. Yeah. Then uh, Paige McKenzie says said on morning oh, yeah. drive that Brooks should be uh, was unprofessional and should be fined. He claps back on Instagram, saying, "Forgot what exactly he said." Um, it's it's something like she needs to shut her mouth or something. It yeah. was not great. It was like, "What's the face you make?" You know, what, yeah, it's something like every time Paige McKenzie talks, it was some meme post, but yes, I remember it now. Um, everybody all week long is just praying for a Brooks Bryson pairing at Memorial the next, next week. week. Yeah, and of course that that does not happen because the yep. tour would never want any sort of drama to happen. Yep. Yep. Um, a couple other things. Mark Warren wins the Austrian Open while carrying his own golf bag. Yeah. Because his caddy failed uh, COVID guidelines. Yep. Yep. Kind of an unbelievable thing that cool will story. only be seen in 2020. Well, it's not like TV. That. The Austrian, those two Austrian events, I don't think were on TV. Maybe they were. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, and then last but not least, Marty sleeps. Comes out of hibernation on the golf Comes ball. Out of his slumbers. Okay. He awakes and, and drops a bomb on uh, on all the anti-rollbackers out there. The thick Marty boy? Sleeps is uh, head of the RNA. Just, just so if anybody that's not aware, Martin Slumbers. Name's also Martin Slumbers, not, but he goes by Marty Sleeps here. Once we all, once we feel that the industry is stable again, which isn't going to be tomorrow because we don't know what's going to happen over autumn and winter, we will be coming back to that issue in great seriousness. It is too simple just to say change the ball. Way too simple. You can do things with the ball, but it's the relationship between the ball and the club which is most important to me. The fundamental change in the golf ball since 1999-2000 with the introduction of the Pro V1 technology is the ball spins less. And drivers have been designed so it spins even less, which makes it go further. Said further, not farther. Interesting. Uh, so, Some seems like there's, there could be a battle on our hands down the line when, when, the, you know, when we get back to normal, right? I mean, yes, this in the distance insights report. I don't know that we had such strong language coming from the USGA, but yeah, Marty sleeps. Uh, it understands that it's not just the ball. It is the massive right. driving driver heads with massive hitting areas, which we'll get the... to a little later. <laughs> and in a, in a piece from PGA tour dot com. The relationship between the club and the ball as well. Okay. Is that your work day review? That's it. I like it. Everybody was apoplectic about the the coverage. That was the big thing. The Sunday coverage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Memorial. We're going right back to Columbus. The milkshake swing, I think is what we called it in in time. They they weren't serving milkshakes at the work day. Just important note. Is that true? I believe so. Jack didn't show up. 
Uh, yeah. All right, Memorial, strongest field ever for an event on the PGA Tour at the time, a uh, regular, you know, non-major. The tour, as you noted, completely chickens out and putting Bryson and Brooks together. This was th Thick Boy returns after a weird, I guess, I had a weird trophy tour with the Rocket Mortgage Trophy. You know that goofy, like, oh, circle? That, yeah. He was, like, taking it around Dallas, wherever he lives, you know, just, you know, which now he does, now does with the U.S. Open Trophy. Uh, but so he's back after a week off. And they don't pair them together. It reminded me of that time when the players, I tweeted about this, was allegedly, according to John Feinstein, who, you know, tonight is tweeting about how Rory was going to redo, do the renovation of Congressional, maybe. But Feinstein talked about how the players, they were going to pair Spieth and Willett together, you know, a month after that mess at the Masters. And the tour stepped in. It's like, no, no, that's too, too much drama. It's some tour execs. And here we have a similar trend. You know, it's an entertainment product, but putting Bryson and Brooks together when it's so red hot, people want it, was uh, just a bridge too far. Um, Kepka lets us know he had an MRI on his knee. Nothing is approved. It's still the same, so we'll figure it out when we're done. But he apparently says he's going to play all the way in through the rest of the summer. Kepka, you know, a couple of years ago, Kepka was complaining about how he didn't get enough coverage. Kepka got a ton of coverage this year. Like every quote, Every time he showed up, every round was covered in pretty good detail. I got to say, I'm reading a lot about him through August now. He contradicts himself quite a bit. Uh, oh, yeah. Going runs at other players, on his health, how he feels. It's just kind of like the GQ. now that he is getting covered a lot, you know, in detail and talking a lot, he's he's kind of all over the place. Um, Which so is fine. You know, we contradict yeah, totally each, ourselves yeah. all the sure. time. Sure. You know, sure. When you talk a lot, you open yourself up to contradicting yourself. Yep. Yep. I was just saying, when he's getting covered like this, there's all this stuff all over the place. Anyways, Bryson, you just talked about Marty Sleeps arising from his slumber. Bryson on the government bodies rolling back equipment. He said, quote, they can't take working out away from me, which is true. Yes. But also in relation to that, for me, I really am about human progress. What good I can do for the world. Apparently, he thinks he's, you know, improving the world by hitting a golf ball 423 yards, which he had to drive 423 yards in the memorial. And people went nuts about it, if you can believe it. Um, we did a flash a flashback on the BB gun. Bart Bryant. <laughs> strongest field ever in PGA Tour history. We did like 30 minutes on Carl Pedersen and the BB gun. This, this was our, our week with golf finally returned. Strongest because field ever. Because BB gun was in the field, right? Uh, no, I think he's just won it in the past. I don't think he was in the field. He's a past champion, but I don't think he gets the invite. He gets the pamphlet treatment, like API. He's on the <laughs> he's on the outside looking in. Um, BB gun, all time great. What was his brother's name? Uh, Brad, Brad Bryant, right? right? Brad Barton Brad. Yeah. <laughs> the other BB gun. <laughs> the other BB gun. <laughs> BB one and BB two. Um, we talked about Tiger finally committing, you know, the, you know, the boat on the Olentangy river, you know, so did privacy make it and was it taking the Suez canal, which was definitely wrong. That's in Egypt out, out to San Francisco. Um, everybody said Memorial was feeling like a major. So the big thing this week was it got much harder compared to work day, right? Way harder. They, 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 they allegedly had the rough down shorter. 
They stopped putting water on the greens or, uh, you know, attempted to put as little water as possible on the course. They got some wind, didn't get a ton of rain until uh, Sunday. Um, you know, just everybody's commenting on this. Justin Thomas, like, you know, it was fun, especially what's going on. We haven't played a major in a while. It's been a long time. So this was as close as I thought. I actually thought 18 was reading my putt. And obviously with no people there, it doesn't feel like a major in a sense, but just the golf course is so perfect. It's fun. We haven't played on the course like this in a while where the ball is rolling this much and the greens are this firm. Uh, Rom says the same thing, our eventual winner. You know, uh, you know, he called Saturday when everybody, like the scoring average was astronomical. He shot 68. He could have been the best run, one of the best rounds of golf I've played in my entire life. He also said a scratch club champ wouldn't break 80. And it later amended that to break 90. And then he said four scratch club champions in a scramble wouldn't break par. Um, which I think might be a bridge too far, but I don't know. Scramble is kind of... You scramble, know, yeah. It's hard to bank bogeys um, in a scramble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was four scratch c- club champions. I don't know. Whatever. So anyways, it was very, very hard. Um, Phil was just... All of all, all up in his antics. He laid up on the par sixteenth, par three sixteenth. Oh yeah, he said. putted from seventy five yards. Well, that was a separate separate on thirteen. He putted from seventy eight yards out, but it came up way short, and then took a full swing on his next. So, like tried to just you know take a full lob and fly us putting from eighty yards, and then taking a full swing on the next one to you know fly it down there. I think this felt like sort of a subtle kind of protest like he would against the usga against how they were setting it up you know it was 16 16 was a particular point of a pain point all week like rory was hitting like an eight iron flighting and it just wouldn't hold and they're talking about the redo they're gonna make that more receptive or whatever and lots that's of, where lots of talk about the redo lots of pr for for the nicholas design design, ser- design yeah, services we'll lots so big commercial 16 was a controversial one, and I, I don't know. I feel like Phil was sort of making a point laying up on the par 316 and throwing it out there to the right. Um, Bryson also said, also talking about human progress, in addition to that, he said, whenever I get uncomfortable, I just swing harder. So he's just like, this is the point with the big driver head. You know, some guy's trying to throttle down. He goes, when I, you know... Sometimes the straighter it goes, it's it's tremendous benefit of being able to play it out here. Whenever I get a little uncomfortable, I just swing it harderly, harder. And luckily, the way my golf swing is, the forces line up a lot better for me. Um, but I didn't think I was going to be able to be this successful this week, uh, this quick. This was the same week he released the first of uh, his leveling up video, where he's just oh, yes. they start doing it faster, faster. Where he's just in comas, bat, uh, whatever living room, going nuts. Um, we also had, oh, Phil, in addition to the layups and the putting from 80 yards, he put his big coffee for wellness tumbler down in the middle of the green. While guys are putting, while he's putting, tumbler in play, not a practice round, just plops it down, middle front of the camera, coffee for wellness in the middle of the putting service while he's putting. Um, Rom was like, you know, this is going to be a U.S. Open. And, and you know, he kind of like, Took that mentality all week, ended up winning. It's a test out there. It's more of how golf should be. I'm glad for once we're not having a week where it becomes a putting contest to see who shoots 20 plus under par. 
hopefully it becomes a test, you know. So like they're kind of indicting the PGA Tour the whole way through, right? When they're talking about how big it changes. And this was the point we made this week where when Jack's hosting, he's one of the few people that can put his thumb on the scale with the tour setup, right? Guys, and be like, "Hey, no, this is my course, my tournament. No, you're not going to water it. No, you're not going to put it in that that spot." Uh for better or worse. Um of course, we have Fencegate with Bryson. Oh, this yeah. This is, you know, he did protect the brand on Detroit. He's back. Uh, he's talking about human progress, what good he can do for the world. We have Fencegate. Uh, he hits his drive into the hazard. He hits two, three, uh, two consecutive three woods out of bounds. Uh, he argued with the rules official. Ken as for another, uh, yeah, argument with another rules official after rejecting what the first one said, uh, you know, very basic rule, you know, post to post Extremely. OB, like, you know, not, not really a gray one. That's, you know, open for liberal interpretation. Um, ended up with a 10, you know, he, he also, during his discussions, he said, they're giving me a bad ruling like usual. He muttered that to Tim. Uh, well, on the first one, he said, I don't believe it. Can I get a second ruling? Literally says that about the post to post rule to a man whose job it is to adhere to the rules and, you know, this is a pretty basic one. He says, I don't believe it. Can I get a second ruling? Not very gentlemanly behavior. Uh, I found a no laying up tweet with the whole sequence. Uh, there were 26 minutes, four commercial breaks, three three woods, two balls OB, two rules officials, two putts, one penalty area, 10 strokes. 26 minutes just erupted. Not surprisingly, um, the video has been taken down by the PGA Tour. Dude, holy crap. In this research, the tour was aggressive at scrubbing tons and tons of video. I'm talking from the moment of the return to golf. Like, it's crazy how much they've wiped out um, just across the board. Not even controversial. Like, things that just happened, right? You know, it's not even, I guess, controversial in a real extreme definition of it. But they have been aggressive in removing videos from the Internet this summer. Um Got to protect those rights holders, and but there's no fair use either, right? I I can't believe they they wiped out a lot of video, pretty much from Colonial all the way through. Um, He refuses to talk to the media, which you know it's an entertainment product. Why put any video that's getting thousands of hits that makes your entertainment product more you know enjoyable? They're just yeah scrubbing it all. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Anyways. He refuses to talk to the press after this blow up 10 that sends him tumbling to the wrong side of the uh, cut line. Um, you know, it's talked like, you know, at the time, like this is a ton of ammunition, you know, that his game won't translate to major championships, right? It's playing like a major. He MCs after, you know, bombing his way through the first four events when everything was 20 under at Harbor Town and wherever else, you know, Colonial. Um, the point they think like, look, long, thick, rough, fast, firm. His game clearly is not going to translate to major championship setups. That uh, did not, uh, did not turn out to be the case by the end of the year. Uh, after Bryson's display at Detroit, winning, Nick Jack Nicholas, host, was asked a few questions about distance. <clears throat> because was this before or after Dylan Fratelli came in for their? I think it was before. Fratelli, inexplicably, Fratelli wanted to meet Jack Nicholas. We can go there now. Inexplicably becomes a big part of the the broadcast. Which he's not. He's miles from the leaderboard, but they 
CBS decides to make this part of the storyline, the drama. Dylan Fratelli once tweeted he wanted to meet Jack Nicholas. Jack's here. They bring him in. They both, both had COVID. COVID. <laughs> yeah, that was a big disclosure too this week. Jack, you know, was talking about how I'm going to shake hands. I shake hands. I'm going to shake hands. And then later on, he says, well, I've already had it. My wife and I had it, like, I think in March, way back at the start. He's, you know, that's kind of why I said I was going to shake hands. He ends up fist bumping Rom anyways. But, you know, they bring Fratelli. And I think this was the start of my anti-Fratelli thing. They just crowbarred him inexplicably before, into the coverage. Before you knew that he wore the the long sleeves to save money on just such a screen. Fratelli, by the way, he's becoming a new favorite of mine. Oh, he's popping He's in the, the PGA tour. Tour's Instagram. Every post now, yelling at him about Charlie Woods exploitation, yelling at him about like just random stats that like just rolls right off the tongue. They have JT youngest to win three and oh, yeah. you know twelve starts and by age thirty and it's like oh that rolls right off the tongue. He's trolling the PGA Tour. Fratelli is is coming. I have to get him on a pod. Yeah, we might. We I think he's 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 yes yes. Let's, I let's wonder if that. he's looking to following the footsteps of another South African who would get in the PGA tourist grill and, and change citizenship. Sabo. Yeah. Could ask him. Anyways, Bryson the opening question. Jack's Jack's asked about it. The distance you can't, you just can't keep making golf courses longer. You don't have the land and the golf ball is such a simple thing to fix. The USGA has got to wake up sooner or later. The RNA, they can't keep burying their head with this. They watch TVs. Guys, stop studying and do something. Will you please? So, I mean, that's strong language as Jack would probably use. Stop burying your head. Stop studying. Stop what does he recording. Know? Do something. Jack um, Nicholas, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy. What do they know? But instead, let's listen to some yokels on Jamokes on wherever, Twitter and elsewhere that interests. Um, all right. Oh, another fun thing. Five holes in. So it's playing tough, right? And they put Bryson and Cantley together. Oh, God. <laughs> Five holes in, there's big drama about place of play. The group of JT... DJ and Xander were playing behind them. They were 11 over combined through five holes. They're like JT's calling in slugger to like put like Bryson and Cantlay, like put a little pep in their step. More cow is playing with them. More cow like tanks after he won. Um, what else happened? 2020 championship stretch. This is the rebranded version of the season, <laughs> season of championships. The championship stretch capitalized. We get that. DJ goes 80, 80. Yeah. After this was after he started the week saying, you know, he coming off a win at travelers uh, saying he's not afraid of Bryson. Like, I mean, whatever he can go hit it as far as he wants or whatever. I'm not really afraid. He can't keep up with me, but, uh, he shoots 80, 80, uh, the Sunday rain delayed. This was like the opposite of the week before. So there was like a bad forecast. And I don't know if they were like, you know, sort of had scar tissue from getting crushed as a bad forecast, but they refuse to move tee times up and they get popped. They get a delay and it's like, oh, they're not going to finish in time. They, they kind of, they squeeze I remember, it in. The rain. I remember we were texting and we were kind of hoping for the, it to go, to go through so that we didn't have to record podcasts on Sunday and that we could wait think, till Monday morning. Like, so we could like crack the few. Yeah. Uh, I think we both boxes. wanted to, yeah. have, to kick back and 
and have, enjoy some libations on a nice Sunday, Sunday night afternoon. Season. Yeah, yeah. We were hoping it got pushed and we didn't have to record it like 9, 10 p.m. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's a delay. It's like not as bad as I thought. They're able to get it in. It's just kind of the opposite of the week before. Uh, during the Sunday, as you noted, they start digging up the green on the sixth hole and make it a focal yes. point of the coverage. And along with Dylan Fratelli and everybody else, focal point of the coverage you're just like you go nuts about this rightfully so it's like th this grounds crew just spent two weeks hosting back-to-back -back pga tour events i know they're you know they want to hustle and get the renovation done or whatever they're doing as fast as possible but it seemed like pretty much a free advertisement with all the cameras and everybody watching for Nicholas Design Work and Services, right? Yeah, it I mean, was absolutely. Just, you can wait they, till the morning. They got the maintenance, the whole maintenance team there that just put on two tournaments back to back weeks. And Sunday afternoon, it, no, no manager of people would put their people through that. Unless it was like orders given, hey, we've got some air time we're going to get for Nicholas. Nicholas Golf Services here. That was that was unbelievable. Um, Ryan Palmer got back into it. I love this. He went like 80, 78, yeah. 80 the week before. Turned around, plays his ass off down the final final group with, with John Rahm. Actually got Try, a US Open. Trying to chase now. down his uh his it's, partner. It's, yeah, yeah. Palmer, he got a US Open exemption out of it. Um Speeth, let's do a little Speeth check-in. We do this every now and then, your review. I've actually made a lot of progress. I don't believe it. It may not kind of look like that via results, but I've made a lot of progress in how I'm seeing sight lines committing to lines. All in all, now it's just about trying to kind of find the timing element as I go up the bag. <laughs> the rest of the game is starting to feel kind of back to normal, and I'm kind of piecing together my swing. But the timing element is what's kind of left for me. That just comes from on-course reps. Of course, you know, wingfoot. He was saying he was lost. Um, social media, Finau, this week, put his awesome uh, hey, hey, show. He had... Can we uh, hold, pause there real quick? Yeah. Finished 13th yeah. in Memorial. Speed? Yeah. Really? Next week, he so... finished, finished 30th. The next week, he finished is... 71st. The next week, oh. he finished 72nd. The next three weeks, he missed the cut. Wow. So... I mean, maybe he did say he was having progress. The timing element had to work the way up the bag. and it, it just timing. I've never heard somebody that was really close say the timing, where timing's just stopped. It's usually not time. Timing's usually something that you worry about. <laughs> uh, uh, this was also the week Finau posted 206 ball speed, just kind of like saying uh, I got a lot more in the tank, too. And the speed wars really start, you know, DJ Rory by the end of the summer, they're all posting their 200 plus ball speeds. Um, what else? Sonny Abacoa knocked off Lexi Thompson. Oh, I had DC this to win by one. Week. Oh, sorry. Sorry. This Scrivener. was next week. Sorry. I guess I blew it. I guess I, I overextended. I wanted to point out here with this one that Lexi felt the pain that so that thousands of other MLG tiers have felt. Sonny Kim barreling down. There's just nothing you can do about Sonny Kim. He birdied the 18th hole to win. It was his 71st yep. win and his 56th straight top 15 finish. Oh, God. Um, unbelievable. Sorry to step on it. I thought that was this week. 
Uh, Scrivener was also a pirate. You know, there's all sorts of, we were way off topic for being such a big week. You talked about meeting Norwegians and things like that. Um, now let's get back to the finish here. Um, like the field scoring average jumped almost two full shots from the week prior. Uh, like Thursday was bad. Saturday was even worse. Sunday gets a little softer. Rom jumps out to an eight shot lead at one point. Uh, just running away with it becomes number one in the world with the win. Uh, he was leading by eight on 16. The ball moved. You remember on 16 is little is chip shot mm-hmm. where, uh, Oh, I should go back to Bryson by the way. Cause we're talking about ball moving. People yeah, were getting at him. Yeah. The, yes. That was ridiculous. That was a completely ridiculous internet thing. I, uh, that was, that was absurd. That should not, so not only, anything. Was he getting popped about the OB? He was getting popped about A, everybody said his drops were illegal because they weren't from knee height. And B, they were saying like he was patting down the area where he was dropping. So they were pounding, pouncing all over him. And then he does, of course, you know, he does the tabulation with his fingers, and that's an infamous gif. We don't need yeah. to review that. But uh, I forgot, then like two holes later, Tim Tucker runs in front of the camera and tries to protect the brand. Yes. Remember that? I, he sprints, I, tries to block out the uh, the Golf Channel or CBS camera. Jay Rigdon had that in video. I think that's also been scrubbed from the uh, internet. Um, so that that was, so a couple days later, Rob's ball moves on 16. There, it was not an oscillation. Like the logo kind of flips into view. But what was crazy, I mean, he was eight up. He was down to five, then it was three. He won one by with the two shot penalty on the back end, but slugger didn't tell him. They didn't tell him the 18th tee. Mm-mm. And it's like, if that's like a one shot, you know, one shot margin, it's like, when did they tell him? Why didn't they tell him? Why didn't they alert him about it? They finally did adjudicate it with two shots after the round, but it's like, it was crazy. Right. I mean, it changes it the way you play the holes and too. stuff with 18. Right. Yeah, Palmer right. had a really good chance, but he completely shit the bet on that hole. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Obviously Rom chips in. It's like one of the great chip ins for what was a two. We thought it was a two. It was a four, Uh, but they didn't tell him slugger trolls us all. When he says they tell some, he said, Rom took it in stride quote. He couldn't have been more of a gentleman, more of a gentleman. Slugger just knows he's knows playing the hits knows what, what, you know, his reputation precedes itself. He does that. Anyways, Rom wins. Uh, and moves to number one in the world. That's what I got for uh, the memorial. Good, good, fun, entertaining week. I think workday was probably more amusing, more fun down the stretch. But the whole Bryson thing really made it. Yeah, uh, the, the Bryson. Gate. It was on Friday. It was just a jolt of energy on a Friday afternoon. Him, him having that ten and. Uh. I remember I was playing golf. I like came back to. It and I was like, whoa, what? And I was just blowing up. So, uh, that's it. That's your memorial, 2020 memorial, in mid July. 3M. Yep. yep. As Will Knights wrote in the Friday newsletter, no one beats Michael Thompson 166 <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> he played outstanding on Sunday. Um, and then, you know, afterwards, it was it was a really cool moment. Obviously, a guy that hadn't won in a long time, kind of a journeyman. He cries in the post round interview and just wishes that his wife and two kids were there to celebrate with him. So that was a cool thing. Kind of got him into all the majors and just one of the 
instances where a win is life changing. Um, this was like the first real event where like it was kind of a yeah very thin field. field. Like this is Extremely. a July on the PGA Tour event that we're used to kind of thing. Extremely weak field, and one of the big names in the field, DJ, shoot seventy eight. Hit four balls in the water on the last two holes to finish bogey, double, quad, and uh, and bails. Just Seventy-eight back problems, right? Was it back? Like, yeah, yeah. You cited lifting jet skis. <laughs> oh, it's impossible. You know, he's in the land of a thousand lakes. Obviously, playing at the, the, the course of ten thousand man-made lakes. Yeah, I was looking farm. at this again. I was looking at all the sad TPC I was looking at tweets again for like I must have oversearched. Somebody had the aerials like water touches fifteen of eighteen holes or something like that. The land, the course of ten thousand man-made lakes. All right, it, it like is like second in water balls on the tour, and, and the players still just light it up. Like, yeah, <laughs> and it was so soft. It it was beyond soft. Um, coming from a week where it was so crispy, and it was just beyond soft. Uh, Tony Finau is one of the big names in the in the field. Of course, the pi- Puerto Rican curse yeah. bites him again on Sunday. Fades at this. He point, was terrible. At, same thing happened Memorial the week before. I think when I was re- researching, he went like seventy three, seventy eight on the weekend after shooting like sixty six in those brutal conditions. Mm-hmm. He was he just completely you know self destruct on the weekend. Okay, go ahead. So he has thirty top ten finishes. This is a Justin Ray. I think Justin Ray stat. He has 30 top 10 finishes over the past four seasons and zero victories. That's 14 more top 10s than any other winless player over that span. Jeez. Um, the coffee pot started this week ah, at Westy's place, Close House. So the Close the, House. <laughs> close House or Close House? We still don't know. I don't know. Close the house. Or close. I don't know. I don't know. Is it close? Or are you closing? I don't know. <laughs> These are questions that will paralyze us for years to come. I think that's probably accurate. But it's the uh, Euros restart, much more stringent uh, testing. And Westy and Eddie Pepperell announced that they aren't coming to the PGA because they're I, it, this is Wesley's quote. I'm still more concerned that America doesn't take the virus as seriously as the rest of the world. Could say that's okay. still <laughs> still true. Um, All right. Let's see. Uh, Martin Trader's caddy. So just clarity, better reason than just to go hang out in the South Portugal, right? Skipping yeah. two PGAs within three years of being exempt uh, for various reasons, but, you know. You know, they get so many cracks at a major, especially at an advanced age, but Westy doesn't have time for it. Who knows if he's going to come to the PGA this year? Kiowa. Yeah, you may have no time for that either. Who knows? It's an island, at least. (laughs) (laughs) can frolic on the beach. Bike on the beach. All right. Um, uh, Martin Trader's caddy. Monday qualifies. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. That has Beats better him. odds to win the tournament. 
Oh, I forgot about this. I I don't remember. I didn't look up the exact results, but I, he was he beat him by like eight. His caddy beat him by like eight shots on on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. He he whipped him. The caddy whipped him. Right. Yeah. Uh, trainer, that's the thing. He's using that two year exemption off whatever that was, Puerto Rico or uh, yeah. Uh, with Finau, I'm sorry I, I kind of did this disjointed, but the PR curse was cited on the front page of GolfChannel.com. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, the telecast on Sunday flashed the careers win graphic with the leaderboard. Oh, yeah. Alex Norton has zero. Charles Schwartzel has two career wins. It wasn't PGA Tour wins, career wins. That's right. There's a difference between, they said career wins. Yeah, it did not say PGA, it said career wins. Did not designate PGA Tour, career PGA Tour wins, just career wins overall. Yeah. I remember that. Oh my, it's like they were daring us, making it even worse. Okay. Um, Charles Schwartzel debuts the, the Panama hat here. Clear. Yeah. Clear Panama hat. Panama. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of content from that, I think, too. PGA Tour Live. Dameron, Dameron says they call him the Burt Cheeseburger. Some good play for the shotgun start yes. dictionary this week. So he calls, says that. And then Dameron says, suggests that you don't have to be too clever to come up with that nickname. Taking a run. Well, taking a run at Eamon Lynch. Oh, Eamon is the originator. I mean, it got, dates back to our um, our Open Championship. Open uh, up all night oh, for the okay. Open coverage from uh, Box HQ a few years ago. When I said oh, I like bird cheese or bird Weesburgers, uh, chances he goes, oh, the bird cheeseburger? I don't like those. <laughs> So I can't take credit for that, but Dameron okay. taking a run at Amon. I don't know if you want to take a run at Amon. <laughs> Calling him not clever. Um, I think he should. On the Corn Ferry Tour, Romo WDs after four holes. As when he's that? playing on a sponsor's exemption. Oh, there's like a lot the of drama around that. The price cutter, right? I think it was. Yeah, Kansas. Because he took a spot from somebody, as they do. Everybody shouts about that with every sponsors, and just yeah, got four holes into it. WD back problems. Um, need to monitor, monitor this Romo situation. I'm not sure it's all. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. So the PGL this week sends out offer letters allegedly to nine players. Yeah. I had so that. This, this thick, you know. People are worried uh, this is a PGL. This is the threat of the PGL. In the same week, you know, they're basically attacking the competitions of the PGA Tour, saying the product stale. You know, that's the whole mantra. Yep. The same week, the PGA Tour rolls out some serious sponsored content on their website. A, uh, an ar- advertorial oh. for the Callaway Maverick. You tweeted about this. I completely forgot about this. Completely unmarked. There's no marking of sponsored content on this piece. No, does, it's not des- designated as such? It's not just, designated. I mean, 
must have been we too busy taking business. down videos <laughs> to mark their own shit, you know, as the uh, sponsor. Yeah, just pure uncut pushing product, pushing equipment product from Callaway, I, which you know that's fine, but you gotta you gotta designate as sponsored content because there are a lot of schmucks out there who just read it and probably think it's that that's the issue here, and the fact that it's happening on the league's website. It's kind of yes. nuts, right? It would be like if the NBA was talking about these Nike shoes Nike, are the best. Yeah, that could make anybody dunk. Meanwhile, so you got other brands out there. Yeah, go ahead. This is the title of this story. Non-center strikes. No problem with Callaway Maverick Woods. I forgot this happened. In God. this article, Henrik Stenson is is quoted the ball speeds off of the maverick are really high and i i noticed that almost immediately when i first tried it if i hit it dead center or if i miss the sweet spot i still know i'm going to get the speed and the distance i'm looking for oh mlb that. just rolled out new bats it doesn't matter where you hit it on the bat it's still gonna go out of the park like that but also what, it's easton what or whatever world? i don't know by Easton, by Louisville Slugger. What what kind of world would a, a governing body, you know, essentially a governing body? It's not a governing body, but it is one of the liaisons. It's an oversight, yeah. yeah it of the oversight. game is not to mention that roughly, almost exactly a year ago, ten percent of the people tested at the Open Championship. Brought back failed drivers, illegal, over the... And then, there's no testing going on in this league. And they're, bra- they're in bed, deep in bed. I think this week they actually get deep in bed with DraftKings. This is when they, DraftKings moved from a into like yeah. the official, official betting partner as opposed yeah. to, you know, whatever yeah. it was before. And there would be one every week thereafter. I remember getting the press release. It was it was DraftKings one day. It was, then the next week, it was some other book became official. You know, points, points Fox bet, bet thing. Yeah. But like everything, every week, PGA Tour is getting in bed with another book. So uh, there were like five of them through the end of the summer. They're, they just did them weekly. Go ahead. So this just raises all sorts of ethical issues here. Unmarked sponsored content. Equipment, the lack of equipment testing, the fact that I can't, there's sponsored this, content on the league's website. I need to reiterate that. You know, we yelled about this in July and we're yelling about it again. I understand, but this is insane. Okay. Unmarked. Um, unmarked. But then, you know, it's just a, it's a cornucopia. Then it's just like, what kind of a message are you putting out there? Like you got the best. It's like, oh, they can hit it anywhere on the face, and it goes just as far. Like that's the other thing is you're cheapening the skill of your players with this article. It's like eth- ethically spurious, like like four different ways coming and going. You know, it's kind of it's it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I I'm glad you found that. I completely forgot about it. Um, so yeah, not to keep going on with that, but then the next thing, the, uh, Will Knights captured the moment on PGA Tour Live where the FedEx Cup just drove right in front of the players. FedEx truck. Yes. Just like takes up 
ninety percent of the screen, the shot, just giant FedEx cup rolling through the middle of the course. That was I re- unbelievable. I reheated this on Twitter, and Will texted me before we re- started recording. He goes, "You know, now looking back at this and watching it over and over again, I believe that that truck was a plant." Yeah. Oh yeah. What was I it mean, doing in there? You know how hard making it up for lost time. There? You know, they're making up for lost time. They had a bunch of events where they couldn't give us standings updates. So now they're having trucks drive through the middle of the tournament with a little more brand, uh, you know, inception. So, um, All right. NBA is in the bubble. They're back and in the bubble. You want, want to do a year in review on the bubble? Is that what we're doing? No. It just, okay. It's just a gives I you a marker of time. when What's going I know, on? I know. And I'm going to go to one other event that happened that's not related to golf. And I think you're going to be happy that I go to this event. The the Chainsmokers play a concert in Southampton. I had this in one of my notes, too. You suggested they rebrand as the Super Spreaders. I had this in a note, yeah, for this week. The super spreaders. That was a big drama in New York State. So, one last thing: Warinsky blew up this week because he was wearing the Blue Lives Matter uh, oh, bracelet in Minneapolis, right down the street from the George Floyd killing. That's right. He won the next week, right? Barracuda. Uh, Warinsky did. All right. Is that what you got for TPC Thousand Lakes? Yeah. All right. Michael Thompson, good story, but that was a that was a thin field. That was a, a thin, thin field. It was a good advertisement for the PGL. Um, <clears throat> all right, moving on to WGC Memphis, WGC Swamp Pass, WGC at TPC Inatech. Uh, also, what became known this week as WGC Preferred Lies Invitational. This Very is on sad. the back of your investigative reporting, which featured just looking at the weather forecast for Memphis for the week which you dubbed, or I dubbed, one of us dubbed, investigative reporting. Rains, soft, tea times moved up, moved back. Preferred lies all the way through. Um, I thought this was interesting. Kepka, you know, uh, he missed the cut in Minnesota. But Pete Collins shows up. His, his short game coach, or I don't know, his short game specialist, Pete Collins, shows up. And, uh, you know, Kepka immediately shoots 62. Yeah. This came after he went and saw Butch Harmon before uh, the players and said his game got back on track going to see Butch. Plays well again at the players. So, I don't know. We get a lot of texts about his main coach. It was just interesting. He started playing well in Memphis right after Pete Cowan showed up, after he could get through all the COVID, you know, coming from overseas. Um, Plays well in Memphis, then plays well at the start of the PGA. The subsequent week opens with a 62 I also added Phil Kenyon in as his putting specialist this week, too. Um, he missed the cut. At, he was working with Colin all week after missing the cut in Minnesota. Still banning on about the health stuff. He says, I can't run, and I can barely ride a bike. Next week, he'd be on the ground getting stretched out and all that in uh, San Francisco. Tiger Bales on the WGC Swamp Ass, right as PGL sending out offer letters, as you noted. Uh, despite the free money, world ranking points, and FedEx Cup points, six of the top 50 skipped it. You know, they had to start amending yeah. 
qualifications because it was going to be a field of like 50 something they started I should have like, noted that in 3m that's that was a week before they started backloading it with like euro guys maybe coming over for the pga and things like that um they officially announced a partnership with DraftKings. we just noted that um other things lpj returned with the drive-on championship at inverness danielle kane like, yes perfect return for women's golf right great course danielle kane you know superstar winner she was doing, she had the thing on her umbrella that said, Butch, you owe me $100. That became a viral moment. So they had all sorts of different things going for their return to golf. You were concussed on a family vacation this week. I was. I was. For We just do these random draws for who gets to research what. And I got Memorial when I was like playing in that golf tournament. I never, or the invitational thing. I barely watched it. So it was good to go back. And then this week, I was at the beach concussed barely watching any of WGC Swamp Ass. So it's good to go back down these rabbit holes. Um, what else? JT takes world number one. JT wins, takes world number one. So uh, Rom's reign at number one is two weeks. It's the shortest since, do you know who, held the top spot for one week in 1997? Um, Ernie. Rom's two weeks. No, Tommy Dockers. Tom Lehman oh, is number one in the world for one God, week I, in 1997. I can't believe I didn't. Know that. So JT takes it back with his win at WGC Swamp Ass. He raced a four-shot deficit on the final round after, you know, he's still stunned by the workday thing. Uh, although he did get some help from the cart paths. I don't know if you remember this. We had back-to-back cart path trauma on 14 and 15. You were tweeting, like, who knew that cart paths would play such an impact, such a role in the, the uh, adjudication of a... <laughs> with curbs. I forgot about that. They are, right? DPC yeah. Inatech? Double well, like. It's how you get those contractor costs up. More money in the <laughs> architect's pocket. That's right. So he hits the car path on 14, hits the car path and runs across a bridge on 15 for some, you know, mammoth drives. Terrible swain, but like runs across a bridge and hit lands on the bridge, bounces across on 15. Uh, so he raced that four shot deficit and won. Got it, had a filthy up and down at 18 to win. Um, Brooks was in it after that opening 62. He he took an overly aggressive line trailing by one and 18 and hit it in the water, which is a double bogey. He the got Garagus rejected spot. on that. Yeah, yeah, you made a Garagus joke. Yeah, I tried to do the Garagus. Uh, not a good week for Todd Watch. I mean, it was a tough, tough scene for Todd Watch coming off the Travelers sort of emasculation by DJ. Uh, this week, similar, uh, for the tour best fourth time this season, he took a 54 hole lead in the final round. It was another Sunday to forget. He threw a 75 at travelers posted the same score in Memphis. Um, with preferred lies. He's got seven bogeys, one triple zero bogeys, zero or zero birdies, zero birdies in those back-to-back final rounds with the 54 hole lead. This leads to me being completely dejected because I was hoping for one of the most amazing quirks in PGA Tour history. I don't believe it's ever been done. Winning an opposite field event and a WGC in the I same season. That. Would have counted the Bermuda as an opposite and a WGC in the same season, technically. It would have been an amazing accomplishment. Um, all right, Bryson, of course. Would, I just have, been, would have been like Lanto taking, retaking FedEx Cup number one from Rory at the same yeah. day at an opposite field event would have been like yep. that kind of historical moment. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, Bryson, we just did the fence gate. This was Ant Hill, uh-huh. and Red Ants, and Fire Ants fire battle. Ant. We're back on it. We, of course, remember that. again. Some specifics that maybe you don't remember. Um, the interaction is just ridiculous. There's a Red Ant. Of course, his ball was like in between two twigs. This is the whole crux of the issue. He had a shitty lie. He was in the woods. And he starts looking for holes in the ground. Burning. He's like, there's a red ant coming out of it right there. There's a couple of them pointing out a few crawlers to, uh, you know, no cameras saw any of this. You know, Tackett's like, take your stance, Bryson. I mean, it doesn't even interfere with your stance regardless of whether there's an ant coming out of there or not. And there weren't ants because the whole thing they're going for is dangerous situation relief. It's like, it's not even in his stance. It's also not a dangerous situation. It's like, you need to play away. The whole interaction was like five minutes scrubbed it's gone cbs network partner tweeted the video no nowhere to be found now can't find it um so there was that whole five minute interaction was hilarious um but i thought these post round quotes which we may forget is what i wanted to go into he really showed his ass with these they're asking him about it because yeah that was weird so there was this discolored dirt and i saw a couple red ants there and i was thinking hmm anthill may get something or whatnot I asked him and he was like, well, it's got to be, you know, kind of endangering you. I was like, just an anthill. So there was just a discussion there and he didn't think it was necessary for a drop. So I'm always going to respect the officials. This was, of course, where he said uh, two weeks after he said, I don't believe you and told me to get the hell out of there and come back. So I'm always going to respect the officials and go, okay, no issue. That's fine. Quote, didn't help that I had a really, really bad lie too kind of letting the cat out of the bag of what this is all about but one of those i had two twigs lodged between my ball is what it is so i mean he kind of just showed his whole his whole play there didn't help that had a really really bad lie um this is uh we we described him as he's if if he's risk risking becoming the boy who cried relief he was always asking for something uh yeah the, brooksy the is gone then goes asher Brooks, yes, the next day, overheard on a PGA Tour live stream, taking a run. There's an ant. Ricky Elliott, his caddy, starts cracking up. You know, everybody goes nuts. The cameras picked it up. It becomes instant catnip. Um, we're getting lots of people from who've worked at WGC in a tech saying the ants there are actually quite brutal. It's but a again, big ant problem? Should we I don't know. They say you don't want to mess with – we're too – you know, schmucks from the Midwest who've never had fire ant encounters. That was a big theme. Um, also, this was an incredible harbinger of things to come. Bryson, they I guess he had headphones in, and they asked him what he was listening to before the round. And he goes, I was actually listening to Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon, yeah. I love their music. Depends on the day and the week. I was listening to Lane 8 when I went in Detroit. It's always more an upbeat tone, calm, upbeat tone. He, he also he said another one that he likes is uh, sex on fire, but he refused to say the word sex because he thought it was inappropriate. So Kings of Leon, he, this is where he you know shows his cards. He's a big Kings of Leon fan. Of course, we will get a similar quarantine video where you know it's like him getting off the use somebody, getting off the plane into his Bentley and all that, which became... A meme for the rest of the year. And then later, a commercial. Yes, right. Just recently. Right. Right. The Kraken versus the Ants. Uh, that was a big thing during the day. And then Brooksy trolls him the next the next day when he talks about seeing an ant. 
Um, DL3 quits, in quotes, quits CBS. Might have been told to quit. I don't know. We don't know. But quits. That was the most, you know, under the radar career, short-lived. Had a pandemic come in. That was it, you know. A lot of a lot of criticism, and then it never kind of. I'll tell you out. this: we've talked a lot about this in spotlights. That sometimes we feel like, hey, broadcast career can dampen your career accomplishments. I am yeah, confident true. that DL 3s broadcast career will never, ever, overshadow yeah. his career accomplishments on the golf course. That's true. That's fair. Uh, what else happened in this? Uh, oh. So Bones is caddying for JT, right? Because Jimmy Jimmy's having the dizziness issue. Bones, by the way, made a ton of money caddying for Maddie Fitz and Memorial. Yes. And then caddies for JT here, who wins, just makes a ton of money. Fitz uh, was like runner up in Memorial, made a ton of cash. Bones in these spot duties. Um, but JT is with Phil on Sunday. I want to say. Um, and it was described, I found this even in like a golf channel article. So not like, you know, conspiracy theorists on Twitter. Uh, they did not appear, Phil and Bones didn't appear to exchange pleasantries prior to the final round at St. Jude, which Mickelson and Bones were paired together. Neither of them spoke to the media afterward either. Quote, icy. No laying up had a tweet about it too. Like pretty sure Phil just did not acknowledge Bones on the, uh, on the first tee, the final round. So, uh, I don't know if we're reading into that, but that was an interesting one. I forgot the broadcast talk a lot about Brendan Todd winning comeback player of the year, even though the word doesn't exist and hasn't since Steve Stricker buried it. Um, Tom Lewis. So one of these Tom Lewis, one of these euros who aren't, you know, don't get enough run over here. Shot the course record 61 on Saturday, barely showed him, barely showed him on Sunday. Uh, He's in a five-way tie for the lead at some point. Sky Sports, who's doing the audio over the CBS production, gets pissed. They apologize for their viewers that we're not getting to see enough Tom Lewis after they have to shut the course record. Oh, got a good one here. Webb oh, yes. had some quote on architects and the d- distance issue. Blames architects for the distance problem. Again. You would solve a lot of problems on this length issue if architects would get a little more creative on dog legs, where they're placing these bunkers, tightening fairways, making greens smaller, he said Wednesday at the WGC. We play too many courses where you get to a hole and, hey, it's 290 to carry a bunker. Well, guess what? 30 guys on the PGA Tour now, that they're not even thinking about that bunker, whereas 20 years ago, it was really in play. I'm looking forward to next week, Harding Park. The rough's going to be up, I'm sure. It's a major championship. There will be a premium fairways, but it's not necessarily a point A to point B golf course like Southwind is, where you miss your target. It's very penal. It's more of just a tree-lined, rough, kind of old school. So it's the architects. Need to get more creative on the dog the legs. It's all the cre- architects. Creative on the dog legs. That's an all-timer from Webb. Um Brooks also pre-tournament. It's disjointed, but we're just cobbling those together. Pre-tournament. Not a re-endorsement of the PGA Tour. In an interview with Eamon Lynch, he goes, you know, you remember how many majors Jack and Arnold won. You couldn't tell me how many PGA Tour events they won. That's no shot at the Tour. It is a shot at the Tour. But that's what you're remembered by. In basketball, it's how many championships you won. In football, it's how many rings you've got. My whole thing is majors. And then also, he says... 
on the DJ thing. This was the start. Of course, the PGA next week, he, you know, taking big shots at DJ. But the week before at Memphis, he goes, we worked out with Joey D for two years. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you guys, you guys make your own stories. So I have no idea what you all do. But I think even Jordan Justin thing gets blown out too much. I think you guys overplay. You guys overplay a lot of things. The course of this research, I found a Brooksy comment on DJ from the 2018 Ryder Cup. Quote, he's one of my best friends. I love the kid to death. Another contradiction in the world of Brooksy. Or, or things just changed a lot between 2018 Ryder Cup and summer of yeah. 2020. Um, you were worked up about soft conditions. Somebody, I couldn't find who, walked off a wedge from like 60 yards. You went nuts. Recommend, a, which you have your right to do. I think uh, it was Ricky, com- JT. Ricky had a complete no-show. Complete no-show. He not, actually not played fully. well. I mean, he played well to get into. I'm talking Sunday, just not even barely on the coverage. Well, I'm just saying he wasn't a no-show totally. What does that mean? Ricky did was make actually... an appearance this week on the Euro Tour video, oh, congratulating Miguel Angel Jimenez on 600 made cuts. Yes, we were so perplexed. <laughs> Madge breaks the Euro Tour appearance record. Makes a, why is Ricky in the congratulatory video? What is the connection there? It, I mean, Ricky, all these players that played with Miguel Angel Jimenez for years on the European Tour, and then all of a sudden Ricky pops in. <laughs> this was amazing. I had this in my notes. That's great. Um, a couple other odds and ends. I, that was one of them. Um, they had the kids in the broadcast and they were awesome. Like Dakota, the St. Yes. Jude kids came and they were fantastic on CBS. Uh, what else? Bryson, the interview in G, uh, GQ was released where he says he wants to be 130 to 140 years old. He's going <laughs> to live to be that old. Um, let me get the actual quote here just because it's so, it's a human progress type thing. I've kind of gotten deep into most of the, these things and not only taking what has added value to me, I'm always trying to add more value to my life in general. I mean, my goal is to live to 130 or 140. I really think that's possible now with today's technology. I think somebody's going to do it. Um, and JT quote tweets over the top of this, whoever shared this snippet, he goes, what in the hell are you even talking about, dude? So JT taking a little bit of a run at a uh, thick boy. Other odds and ends. Brandon Crick on the Corn Ferry Tour. We are alerted by, I think, Monday Q. He is sponsored by Larry the Cable Guy. Straight up sponsored. Sponsoring Corn Ferry players. He's got a get her done hat. It's kind of kind of interesting. That's a better You're use a of funds. You're a guy. I don't mind him. Hey, if he's going to sponsor web players and things like that, that's great. I'm in on that. Carlos Franco. Do you have this for CUDA? I don't. Your, tw- yeah. your Barracuda notes? He was exempt into the Barracuda, but had to Monday qualify for the Champions Tour event where he was one off the lead, the ally in, I think, Warwick Hills. He was exempt into the PGA Tour event, but his Monday qualifying into the Champions Tour event where he played well was, you know, Furyk won it, but he was on on the near the top of the leaderboard on the weekend. Unbelievable kind of sort of expo- exposing of the exemptions run amok on the PGA tour a guy's exempt into the, but has to Monday qualify on the senior circuit. Last one, Bubba hires Claude Harmon, the third as a life coach, which I don't remember ever seeing. And, you know, never has a swing coach, but I guess it's a life coach of some sort. 
So that's your WGC Memphis. Big win for JT. Gets to number one in the world. Thanks to some cart path help too. All right. You want to do a little quick CUDA wrap up and then get out of here? Quick CUDA. Oh, you didn't have Bubba hired a, a life coach. I just said that. Oh, never mind. It's literally what oh, I just said. Hired a life coach. Claude Harmon the third. It's been a long day. All right. That's honestly what I just said. I thought you did. I wasn't positive. I was thinking about something else and just it's All right. late. We gotta get back to the Bixby. All right, let's do wrap it up with a couple CUDA nuggets. All right, the CUDA. Wierenski wins. I know that. I know there Wierenski are bears running around. This is the start of you contending Reno's in the Pacific Northwest, which yes, it is a great I've geography been, debate. Yeah, there's a lot many maps that corroborate my my theory That's that Pacific true. Northwest is starts and ends maps. With, with Reno. I'm not getting back into this debate right now. Yeah, so there's bears. It was great animal content for the PGA Tour. <laughs> Adds to their, you know, it's a big banner week. They're playing in Truckee, California. Uh, you know, there are bears running new around venue. fairways. Yeah. Wasn't it a new venue? A new Nicholas venue. Or something? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there was some right. puff piece about it at the beginning of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do it. I kind of mailed it this research. I'm not going to lie. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, big news. Grace, Brendan, uh, Brendan Grace, uh, WD oh. mid tournament with a positive COVID test. Uh, this was after being tied for second again. It, it was a big blow. Obviously he probably was going to get his work his way into the FedEx cup playoffs as well as the PGA with a good week here. Yep. Um, so he, that was big news. The other big thing, some Omar. Omar drama. Omar, you're rusty. Omar, you're rusty in the field. Carlos Franco in the field. All these guys. I remember Charlie Wee, Mr. Stack and Tilt was in yeah. the field. I mean, the Omar, field, you're rusty. Like every opposite event, opposite field event, the field was just abysmal. I don't want to go back <laughs> into how bad the field was. Yeah, but Omar, you're sure. in there. <laughs> this was on. This must have been Saturday morning. Zach Blair, ZB tweets. My twosome waited on Omar Urusty today, who was playing as a single. We even <laughs> had to wait on the back nine a few times, which is wild. Didn't even know that was possible. LOL. Waiting on a single. Omar. Omar, Omar had himself a year. Making his impact. Felt. On the PGA Tour and in those PGA Tour PGA uh, Pro Club Pro Series events down in Florida, oh, yeah. did like the double. He won a couple senior PGA, all sorts of stuff. Unbelievable. That's waiting all I on got. a single. That's so good. That's good. One last thing from the week before Hero Open. Sam Horsfield won. Oh yeah, He's Thomas Detry Detry. Um, but that was when Joel Solholm had to take a boat to the island. Take a crow, like that boat on the rope where you pull yourself up to the island to play the ball in the middle of a, I don't know, a tree, something or other. I forget where that was, Belfry or something. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that was the that was the peak. Like when you're talking about Scrivener being a pirate and all that, and then we got a guy really taking a boat in the middle of a tournament to play a shot. So, all right, that does can it. I, can I give my favorite PGA anecdote? PGA Championship. 
Yeah, it's an appetizer. Can I, I know exactly what it is. Okay, go ahead. Is it somebody who played in the Barracuda? Ryan Moore. Yes. Ryan Moore passes on the PGA Championship in order to rest up for the FedEx Cup playoffs. The Yako Van Zyl. Yeah. This is my first note for the PGA, which will be... <laughs> which will lead off next part four. One of the oddest WDs in golf history, he decided to skip the PGA championship because of quote, a scheduling conflict. <laughs> he didn't want to play both the Barracuda and the PGA where he was the ninth alternate. Of course, all these euros aren't making it, uh, you know, pop positive stuff that happens. So he didn't think he would get in. So he burned it. He would he would not compromise. I'm playing the Barracuda and the PGA back to back weeks, and I wanted to rest for the playoffs. Then I think he played Wyndham, was poor there, yeah. And then did he WD from uh, Northern yeah. Trust like five holes into it? We'll get into that next next part four. So haven't done fully done the research on it yet, but Yako, WD it takes a pass on the major to rest up for the FedEx Cup. Maybe the pinnacle of FedEx Cup history. Yes, he, he missed the cut at the Wyndham, and then he withdrew at the Northern Trust, just like Jacko Van Zyl has never played a major <laughs> since he, he skipped a major. Maybe this will be Ryan Moore's final major championship. Who knows? All right, we'll be back with part four probably this week, sometime this week. I don't know. It's gotta How get, far are we going to go? This part four is going to be it. It's it's over after part four. How far we get to, who knows? I'm done. I, I'm done with 2020. Yeah. I want to. Good stuff was at the beginning. Yeah. This weekend. Yep. Yep. Watch the Bears. Watch the Browns. We'll see. We'll be back with part get into four. Get probably... some distance debates. <laughs> you need to get off that. Get off. That's a futile, unproductive place to be on Twitter.